Nation this hour. I'm Gabe Salgado. Former Trump White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows faces possible criminal contempt of Congress charges. AP correspondent Tim McGuire reports. At the U.S. Capitol. We do not do this lightly. And indeed, we had hoped not to take this step at all. Wyoming Congresswoman Liz Cheney, one of two Republicans on the House Select Committee investigating the attack on the Capitol by supporters of former President Donald Trump, talking about holding Trump's former Chief of Staff Mark Meadows in contempt for skipping a deposition. Committee Chairman Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson. As White House Chief of Staff, Mr. Meadows played a role in or was witness to key events leading up to and including the January 6th assault on the United States. The committee voted 9-0 yesterday to move forward with criminal charges against Meadows. President Biden says he will visit Kentucky Wednesday. He already signed an emergency declaration for Kentucky and says he ordered his administration to make every resource available to local and state officials in all affected areas. With each passing day, the human impact of this devastation is uh, just uh, the depth of the losses are becoming more and more apparent. This is a town with a relatively low average income of under $20,000 a year. It's a town that has been wiped out. The president said he worries about the emotional toll the disaster is taking on everyone impacted. And Vice President Kamala Harris made an address in Maryland yesterday as the administration emphasized the importance of making America electric. News Nation's Basil John is more from Washington, D.C. The Biden administration is on a mission to get more electric vehicles on the nation's roads. Vice President Kamala Harris says the bipartisan infrastructure law will make chargers more accessible along highways, urban, suburban, and rural areas. We need to make the shift faster. House Democratic leader Steny Hoyer says states will receive millions of dollars to establish more charging stations. The administration emphasized that more charging stations will bring more electric vehicles to the road, boost the economy, and tackle the climate crisis. The administration says these changes will help the president deliver on his promise of 100% clean energy by 2035. Find News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at NewsNationNow.com and the NewsNationNow app. I'm Gabe Salgado. Detailed forecast today. Mostly sunny, with a high near 50. Southeast wind 5 to 15 mph, with gusts as high as 20 mph. Tonight, a 50% chance of showers, mainly after 1 a.m., cloudy, with a low around 44. South wind around 10 mph, with gusts as high as 20 mph. Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers, mainly before 1 p.m., cloudy, with a high near 60. South wind 15 to 20 mph with gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. Wednesday night. Showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm after 1 a.m., mostly cloudy, with a low around 46. Breezy, with a south wind 20 to 25 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 35 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 60%. Thursday. A 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms before 1 p.m., mostly sunny, with a high near 57. West wind 15 to 20 miles per hour with gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. From the Black Information Network, this is the BIM Daily Update. I'm Vanessa Tyler. And I'm Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Kentucky officials are still counting the dead. Uh, we expect that this death toll will continue to grow. Governor Andy Bashir says at least 74 are dead, but more than 100 are unaccounted for. The governor says the deadly tornado left a trail of damage almost 230 miles long. Tornadoes also tore through Arkansas, Illinois, Indiana, Mississippi, Missouri,
Missouri, Ohio, and Tennessee. An employee of the candle factory that was destroyed in a tornado says managers threatened the fire workers who asked to leave early. From her hospital bed, employee Michaela Emery said her co-workers first asked to leave when they heard tornado sirens in Mayfield, Kentucky. The devastating tornado that struck that town killed at least eight people inside the factory after it collapsed. Convicted former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin will be back in court for a change of plea hearing. It's in the federal civil rights case against him. Chauvin has previously pleaded not guilty. He was found guilty in a criminal trial earlier this year of murdering George Floyd. And how can a cop mistake their gun for a taser? That's the heart of the manslaughter trial of ex-Brooklyn Center, Minnesota cop Kim Potter, who pulled her gun when the white cop says she meant to pull her taser when she killed black man Dante Wright. The defense is trying to convince the jury it can easily happen with the testimony of a defense expert who will lay out the theory of how it can happen. The theory is controversial and some experts say it isn't scientifically rigorous. Expert Dr. Lawrence Miller will tell the jury about the slips in capture theory. Dr. Miller has been criticized previously for taking established scientific concepts in neuroscience and psychology and molding them to fit police use of force cases. Anyone wondering if President Joe Biden will go for another run for the presidency? The White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki has the unequivocal answer. The president has every intention of running for re-election, so that's the other message for them. Biden will be 82 years old in 2024. Democrats have started speculating about who might run if Biden does decide not to seek another term. The list of prospects starts with Black Vice President Kamala Harris and includes Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Both were unsuccessful presidential candidates in 2020. And finally, take a bite and get a taste straight out of a southern oven. That's what happens when you sink your teeth into Sweet May's cookies. Tiffany Lynn Biddle created the black-owned Cincinnati, Ohio-based cookie company using her great-grandmother Fannie Mae's recipe. Fannie Mae was an incredible cook and passed down her cooking tips through the generations. The cookies are not typical. Each one is three and a half inches in diameter and thick with a brown butter base. Choose from unique flavors like sweet potato pie cookie or the peach cobbler cookie. How about the strawberry shortcake cookie? Order online. Absolutely delicious. I'm Vanessa Tyler with Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. There's a new place to find, analyze, buy, and sell off market properties. Trelly. Trelly is like eBay meets Zillow, but for investment real estate, where landlords and real estate investors can find exclusive off-market deals from verified sellers. Trelly is the only real estate marketplace for off-market properties that's 100% free to use. Sign up today at Trelly, T-R-E-L-L-Y dot com. Trelly, designed for investors, by investors. Trelly is not affiliated with Zillow or eBay. I'm Mike Stevens. And I'm Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Scores of people are dead, many still unaccounted for after tornadoes tore through Kentucky and several other states over the weekend. There are so many stories of sadness, but also survival. And several of the victims in every category were black including this woman who told CNN what happened as she and her husband ran to a small bathroom as a tornado hit their home. 
the tub was vibrating and I just covered up and prayed and Frank um, was able to get in here. He fell to the floor here and he was injured, bleeding. That was in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Both the black wife and her husband survived, but not much is left of their home. Bullying comes in many forms. This is a black woman in Norfolk, Virginia, talking about attacks on her granddaughter. He sent me a text, and she said, Granny, come get me. They're trying to jump me. But there's also racist bullying that seems to be on the increase. Black students say it's been going on for years, but now they're not going to take it anymore. Many of them are walking out of class in protest. Black students say they are getting racist taunts on social media and in school, including the use of the N-word. And black students are calling out administrators who they say refuse to condemn the actions of racist classmates. A racist text that was supposed to be private is public now, and those involved are paying the price. While inside a Tuscaloosa, Alabama bar, an Alpha Phi member was accused of sending a nasty note about black people to Sarah sisters, including Alpha Phi's then-president. Now the texts have gone viral. Some of those involved have been kicked out. The sorority says it condemns racist behavior, and in just the past few years, Alpha Phi has been embarrassed by other incidents, including a video that surfaced where racial slurs were used. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, it was tough for blacks to get a mortgage 30 years ago. Now the Philadelphia Reserve Bank has determined it's just as difficult to This comes as the racial home ownership gap continues to hit African Americans. In 2019, 47% of black Philadelphians own homes, compared to 59% of white residents. Experts say long-standing social and financial barriers related to discrimination are largely to blame. It's called food apartheid. Blacks not having access to healthy food like they do in white communities. A black woman in Louisville, Kentucky, has done something about it there. Chantrice Martin connected low-income black shoppers with black farmers. She created a grocery delivery program feeding more than 50,000 people. Then she opened an actual store called Black Market KY to continue to help both the black farmers and the black residents. For more on these stories and international, national, state, and local news affecting the black community, listen to the Black Information Network on the iHeartRadio app or log on to BINnews.com. I'm Mike Stevens with Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. There's a new place to buy and sell off-market properties, Trelly. Trelly is a brand new marketplace for real estate investors. It's like eBay meets Zillow, but for investment real estate. Trelly lets landlords and real estate investors find, analyze, buy and sell off-market properties from verified sellers, and it's free. Trelly is the only real estate marketplace for off-market investment properties that's 100% free to use. There's even a Trelly mobile app. Be the first to know about hot off-market properties and let Trelly find your next deal. Sign up for free today at Trelly, T-R-E-L-L-Y dot com. That's Trelly, T-R-E-L-L-Y dot com. Trelly, designed for investors, by investors. Trelly is not affiliated with Zillow or eBay. Your money. 
on the Black Information Network. A new electric car company is reportedly making plans to move to Georgia. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution reports Rivian is eyeing a piece of land around Walton and Morgan counties to build its second manufacturing site in the U.S. Governor Brian Kemp is expected to be joined by company officials for an announcement in the coming days. Investors have a great fondness for stocks, and a new report says they can't get enough of them. A recent study from Wells Fargo says at the end of September, stocks represented 24% of total household assets. That's up from only 13% a decade ago and above the last major peak in equities in the first quarter of 2000. Money.com reports the soaring level of stocks in portfolios may be a warning sign. According to the report, when the value of stocks rise, investors feel richer and are therefore more likely to go out and spend money. But the opposite is also true. A significant drop in the value of stocks could lead consumers to slow down or halt their spending, which would hurt the overall economy. Now, economists advise to always keep in mind that it's important to have a balanced portfolio, to regularly check on your portfolio and rebalance so that it continues to be aligned with your investing goals. Money news at 24 and 54 minutes past each hour. I'm Julius White on the Black Information Network. This December on Ephemeral. 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 Travel around the world with 12 folktales of the winter solstice. That period of time, those six days where the sun does not appear to be moving, were terrifying. So it became a focus of communal life to encourage the sun and encourage each other. And meet the man who wrote more iconic Christmas television than anyone else. He was the genius. He was like the Stan Lee of the Rankin-Batch universe. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa Claus is coming to town, the little drummer boy, etc. All of that came from the mind of Romeo Muller. Find these holiday specials and much more by searching for Ephemeral on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Download the BIN Daily Update every morning on the iHeartRadio app. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Dozens of Conservative MPs are expected to vote against Prime Minister Boris Johnson's so-called Plan B COVID restrictions later. Lawmakers will vote on wider face mask mandates, mandatory vaccinations for NHS staff and COVID passes for entry to venues like nightclubs. The measures are expected to pass despite the Conservative rebellion because the opposition Labour Party will back the government. Justice Secretary Dominic Raab is playing down reports the government may see resignations over the restrictions which are designed to slow the spread of the Omicron variant. There's always this kind of reporting in the um, uh, lead-up to a big vote. Uh, what I would do is respectfully say to all of my colleagues and indeed to MPs across the House of Commons that the combination of the booster campaign with these very targeted, balanced uh, interventions and measures we're taking is the right one. I think it's what the public will want to see and I hope people will vote for it. As cases of Omicron rise in India, New Delhi may impose restrictions ahead of Christmas. Officials say they're closely monitoring the situation and preparing hospitals to face the worst case. Ishan Gerg reports from New Delhi. 
The Delhi government says it has upped hospital capacity by 30%. That's in addition to the thousands of beds that were added earlier in the year when India's capital was battling a devastating second wave of COVID-19. While the country has recorded at least 41 cases of the Omicron variant, authorities say they may impose curbs on mass gatherings if the outbreak worsens. That has businesses worried as the Christmas week is one of the busiest weeks of the year for them. Some are already mandating that customers wear a mask while entering their premises and others are incentivizing fully vaccinated people by offering discounts. Industry bodies say following COVID-appropriate behavior is their best bet to ensure that the festive season does not lead to super-spreader events. Ishan Garg, New Delhi. No U.S. military personnel will be disciplined for an errant drone strike that killed 10 civilians in Afghanistan in August. Top U.S. military leaders initially defended the operation as a righteous strike, later calling it a tragic mistake. Chinese President Xi Jinping is set to meet virtually with Russia's Vladimir Putin on Wednesday amid growing diplomatic pressure from the West. Patrick Fock reports from Beijing. It will be the second virtual meet between the leaders of China and Russia this year, described by analysts as a show of solidarity between Beijing and Moscow, especially towards Washington. It comes amid rising tensions on the Russia-Ukraine border. G7 leaders issued a statement condemning the military build-up and aggressive rhetoric towards Ukraine. The group also hit out at China over what it deemed coercive economic practices. China's foreign ministry didn't say what President Xi and Putin would discuss, but said details would be released afterwards. Patrick Mock, Beijing. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Greetings, friends. I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church. Billy Sunday once said, If you have no joy, there's a leak in your Christianity somewhere. It's good that this third week of Advent we're considering the theme of joy. Because Sunday's right. Christians should be a people of joy. In fact, of gigantic joy. There are so many Bible verses speaking of joy, calling us to rejoice in God. We should be characterized by gigantic joy. Psalm 63, 6. For you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. Psalm 95.1 Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Isaiah 12.6 Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel among you. Now yesterday we saw Mary show us a secret to having joy is to magnify God, to see and then to praise God for how great and awesome and glorious he is. So if you want joy, it helps to read your Bible because you find there God's greatness is everywhere. When you read the Bible, nothing else in the whole universe is really even that great because God's greatness is unmatched. Listen to Jeremiah 10:6. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great and great is your name and might. Jeremiah is saying God exists in another category of greatness all by himself, and his name has might unmatched. Listen to 1 Chronicles 29.11. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty, indeed everything that is in the heavens and the earth. Yours is the dominion, O Lord, 
and you exalt yourself as head over all. Wow. God does not only hold the trophy for greatness, add to that the trophy for power, for glory, for victory and majesty. All that is up there or down here on earth at its best only dimly reflects the glory and greatness of our wonderful God who sets himself up over everything. Our God is not bashful. We find that in the New Testament too as Paul praises God using categories that can never even apply to us human beings. 1 Timothy 1.7 Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Paul knows God stands outside time. God is everlasting. He isn't even visible. And Paul simply falls to his knees and says, From now until forever, all honor and glory to you. And how about the revelation of John, who takes us topside and describes the heavenly worship. There the angels are saying, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. We see everywhere in the Bible the unmatched greatness of God. The Bible from one end to the other is a call to meditate on our awe-inspiring Creator Lord. Now remember who wrote the Bible. Yes, men, but men inspired by God. God co-authored superintending everything that got recorded in Scripture. God wrote the Bible, where He tells you again and again and again and again about how great He is. And He tells you to be fixated on Him, praising Him. Now, it may be possible that you're thinking at this moment, Joel, I thought this was a devotional on how I could know greater joy, but you've made this devotional all about the greatness of God. And I haven't made the connection to how knowing God's greatness gives me greater joy. How does knowing the greatness of God help me to know greater joy? I'm glad you've asked. Because if God is the greatest, if God is far superior to all created things we know, if God makes crystal clear that He alone is splendid in majesty, unmatched in glory, and all that other stuff, then let me ask you this. What is the greatest gift God could possibly give to you? The answer is clearly Himself. The greatest gift God could give you is Himself. And that is what Christmas is all about. Why we can have such great joy. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Jesus is God in the flesh. God's gift of Himself to humanity. It's no wonder the joy just seems to ramp up when you come to all the Bible passages surrounding Jesus' birth. The presence of God changes everything. The angel told the shepherds in Luke 2, 9 and 10, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And the wise men had no leak in their faith in Matthew 2, 9 and 10. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy.
Friends, if we find our joy is leaky, it may be because we're looking to secondary sources of joy, or we've wanted heaven that is not really heaven, because heaven is only heaven, because God is there, our only source of joy. Yes, there are circumstances that we do not rejoice in in this life, but those circumstances are prompts to help us realize the glory of Jesus' first coming and to pray for His Spirit so we can know His presence in new measure and lastly, to lead us to long for His return when we shall see Him face to face. You see, my friend, joy is not the absence of suffering. It is the presence of God. Robert Schuller. Remember who you are and who you belong to.